What's up, y'all? Here's a little bit of a podcast extra just to hold you over until we come back from our break. I hope you enjoy it. What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Shonda D, and... It's Neck and Nikki, baby! And we are back with this week's episode of In the Spotlight, so... As you guys know, we are reviewing Hoochie Daddy Season 1. In this episode, we are reviewing Episode 2 of Hoochie Daddy's. It's Hoochie Daddy's Shirt Challenge. And it was talking a lot of shit. (laughs) So, this episode, they basically go into um, the, I guess, the second challenge of the season... Um, it's a t-shirt challenge and coming off the fight with Stud King and Moyo. So, so the beginning of the episode basically just starts with, um, Woody going in the house with a bullhorn, waking everybody up. It's giving real bad girl, bad girls club vibes. Like, I feel like. Every kind of reality show of this style has kind of done that. Where somebody is trying to wake somebody up with a bullhorn. Um, And then... I I remember that. But she was being smart though, wasn't she? On Bad Girls Club? When she came through with the bullhorn? I don't remember which episode you may be talking about. But I know uh, the classic Tanisha episode... Where she had the pans and the pots. <laughs> yeah. She was like, wop, wop. Right. Wop, wop. Yeah, that's something funny. like that. She was like, if I ain't going to sleep, ain't nobody going to sleep. Mm-hmm. But, um. I wasn't a real big Bad Girls Club fan. But I did see that episode one day. Uh, I was definitely cracking up, too. She was super funny. Yeah, I didn't really watch Bad Girls Club like that Mm-mm. either. I watched probably the first couple seasons and then I was like, okay, I'm over this. They literally just trying to get a bunch of girls who at that time had a bunch of followers and they put them in the house to fight each other all fucking day. Like that was all it was. And then they would go out and party and get drunk, get drunk and come back and fight some more. Like (laughs) that's all that shit was. So yeah, I was over that after about two seasons. But so like I said, this episode is coming off the fight with Stud King and Moyo and they go into the t-shirt challenge. Basically, they got 20 minutes to design a shirt, which these 20 minutes seemed like it was the longest 20 minutes ever. ever. Right. And, I, and who gives somebody 20 minutes Wody, to create a shirt? I guess that was the pressure point right there. I guess so. It sure was. It had to be. So, uh, the drama ensues shortly into the t-shirt challenge. Um, basically... Stud King feels the need, or somebody who brings it up. Is it is it Jay Cash that brings it back up about the fight? I'm not sure. the The audio is a little bit distorted, so I, you can I could hear, but I, I don't know. Like I was paying attention, but I couldn't hear on certain parts, so I don't know if it was her 
that brought it back up or if Stug King just started her shit. I was checking out Wody and uh and my girl on the side. They was getting blazed. I was cracking up. Hey, y'all the first people that I seen that uh that are the mentors. Are they considered the mentors of the group? No, I don't feel like they're mentors. The creators? Yeah, she is like the host of the show. Okay, the host. We'll say that. And then the other girl was supposed to be the judge. and She's some kind of rapper from Jacksonville. She's a rapper from Jacksonville. Okay, we definitely got to look her up there. Now, why she had her on there judging a shirt challenge, I feel like if anything, she should have had somebody who had a clothing line. But, you know, whatever. She probably was just trying to put her homegirl on. I don't know. Um, but um, I don't think it kind of mattered the way that they was making those shirts. But it looked like everybody's I mean, high got blown when uh, they started arguing around that bad boy. Because Wody was just sitting there looking at him, letting him argue. That shit had me cracking up. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the screen. She And in her mind, the way she's looking at the camera. and look, Well, while she's looking at them and the, cam- the camera's angled on her. She's looking... Y'all motherfuckers is blowing my high right now. I'm going to just need y'all to do the goddamn shirts. Five minutes until you finish. Hey, I was cracking up. For real. That's how I seen it when I was looking at it. Cracking up. So this is also how you know they was in some country shit. Because first of all, they outside in the yard. She did put them in some shade. But all you hear is like cicadas and just bugs. It is mm-hmm. clearly either noon or afternoon. Like it's daytime and it's loud. <laughs> like the cicadas weren't playing. They was like, bitch, we are part of the show too. Right? You would uh, think that they would be out a little bit more at night, but it was early in the day and right. it was chirping. But um so as they start, you know, talking shit as everybody's going through their shirts, you know, Wody checks in with everybody and be like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Whatever, whatever. Keep doing what you do. Add some more. Did you put something on the back? Blah, blah, blah. And everybody just kind of talking their shit. So then Stud King, somehow the whole situation about the fight the day before get gets brought back up. And now it's a whole commotion. <laughs> about this fight again like that's what I just didn't understand like she kept saying oh you could what she said you couldn't knock the tree down or something like that you couldn't knock the tree down but then Moya was like but I wasn't chopping I wasn't chopping I was like what? what is the point of y'all going back and forth about this fight if y'all not actually going to fight then she made a big fuss about her uh, not jumping to do something until security came from around the table. Security was funny as hell, too. He looked like he just came off of a night of Henny. He was looking, hey, up and down. Do I got to fucking snatch one of y'all up? He wasn't trying to do nothing for real, for real. He wanted them to calm the hell down, too. Yeah, he was just trying to get his check, show up, get his little money, and going on about his day. Right. He was coming off some Henny. I'm telling you, he was super quiet, too. It was, yeah. So then, Moyo continues to go back and forth with Stud King about the fight, but she keeps saying, I'm not going to keep doing all this talking. I'm not going to keep doing all this talking. But you keep talking. Like, that's what I just I just didn't understand. And I'm telling you, this drags out for, like, the first 
25 minutes of the show mm-hmm. <laughs> like this whole thing drags out for like the first 25 minutes of the show and then uh, they announce who wins the t-shirt challenge uh, they disqualified Jay Cash because she was instigating. Or no, she didn't put her marker down when... But I feel like it was because she was instigating too. Jay Cash, though, she's funny as hell. She definitely posted up, put her hand up under her chin, gave him the googly eyes. Like, well, what y'all gonna do? That's my girl right there. She, she's a, shit, a straight shit talker. Well, not shit talker, shit starter. Because she will start some shit in a minute and then lean back and watch it and watch it all go down. She said a motherfucker asked what was said and I said what the fuck was said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They said though uh, that Moyo has some type of fashion line or is in the fashion. I I checked your page homie. I didn't really see any links or anything like that that was revolving around fashion. So if that's something that you are tapping into because I've seen you wearing the different types of hats and things like that. You should definitely post some more or, you know, direct us to where it is the, the merch is at so I can go and check it out so we can go and support. Maybe, you know, throw some ads or something like that around in uh, our neck of the woods over here on the podcast just to, you know, promote, hook us up, keep it all community and black. Yeah, she did say she had a clothing line. She did say that on there. Um, mm, even that's Wody, what Bodie said. Yeah. She mentioned it. She was like, this kind of cheating for you. Because don't you, ain't you in the clothes or something like that? She was like, yeah, you know, I got my clothing line. But she never said the name of the clothing line. Like, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe it's still in the works. Maybe she's still working on it. I don't know. But then, fast forward to, like I said, they announced the winner of the t-shirt challenge. Who ended up winning? Taz? Taz won the uh, the contest. Taz won the t-shirt challenge. So, she got the first star of the whole challenge. The first challenge is the TikTok challenge. But that they're drags not, out, though, right? Yeah, they're, gonna, they're not going to announce the winner of that until the end of the season because they want people to go to their pages and whoever has the most likes or whatever... Uh, the most in- interactions is the going to be the winner of that challenge, which I think when they followed up or when they checked in on it uh, so far, it was Stud King because I think she has the most followers. <coughs> but anyway, um, <coughs> excuse me, Taz wins the challenge and then they get ready to go out for the night. Now, here's where's the sh- where the shit gets interesting to me. Because two of them, and I think even Stud King, is uh, exotic dancers. And, um... Uh, Stud King, Dyke God, and Fantasy. Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And Stud... I mean, uh, Dyke God and Fantasy perform at this club. Okay? That they're at. Right? Now, uh, I understand... You know what I'm saying? As as an exotic dancer tapping into your femininity. But honey, when I tell you full film came out of both of them, I feel like full film came out of both of them at some point during their performance. Right. That, I say the Dyke God came out on some hood shit and ended up naked with her coochie out on the floor. Rolling. I mean, she was rolling around too. She was naked. Yeah, naked she as was. Hell. She was, was rolling around on that floor and on on the stage. Initially, I was shocked too, but I, then again, I thought about it and I was like, 
I mean, I grew up in Tallahassee. Tallahassee is, what, an hour and 30 minutes, two hours from Jacksonville. But Tallahassee didn't have any strip clubs because I feel like they knew it was a small town. And um, they knew all the young girls would be in the strip clubs before they should have been. So we didn't have strip clubs. But Jacksonville definitely has strip clubs. So... It wasn't surprising to me that she was able to get butt naked, you know what I'm saying? And and they were able to show that on TV. I feel like um, in Tallahassee and the gay clubs, like when performers would perform, only it was only certain instances where people would get butt booty naked. Like it had to be an event like Pride or Homecoming. And even then... If they would get naked, it was kind of like secret. It was like hush hush. Like you ain't supposed to know they get naked because they didn't have a license for that. Mm. But who had on the tube socks though? Was that Daigo or that was, was that fantasy or, or fantasy? No, fantasy didn't have on no tube. Oh socks. no, she came out with some like uh, knee high boots they wasn't heels but they definitely had some fringes and shit on there she gives me straight stem vibes she doesn't give me stud at all definitely stem definitely aggressive woman and i feel like the only reason why she's getting the aggressive woman stamp is because she has on some boxers for real (laughs) she does even when she's just in the house She's giving me that straight stem vibe. Just an aggressive. She just dresses a little bit on the managed side. True. But, you know, she might identify as a stud. And she might just be more in touch with her feminine side. Like I said, who knows? I don't know. I'm just here. Coochie so, daddy, we want to know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, is this stud season, stem season, or, you know... Is everybody allowed to come and join? I wonder if they're going to have any trans on there or anything like that. That's a good question that we need to ask the host. Well, she did mention that people were asking her about doing other uh, other see, next seasons or future seasons with uh, films and stuff like that. She was like, right now, we just keeping it focused on the studs, the masculine women. That's what she said. So... See, that's what I'm saying. I, that, that's what that's what I thought. Oh, man, fantasy though, she just doesn't give me that stud vibe. But maybe because I'm looking for that, ugh, you know what I mean? I feel like none of them really had that super aggressive, super masculine type of vibe. And I no, feel like got J Cash, J Cash, hell yeah, no, Stalking, you know what I'm saying? Stalking. Just like you said, when she put her hand up under her chin and did all that, I, I like, feel like that's for the dramatic effect. I feel though. like I feel like some of her mannerisms are just like I feel like all of them are. None of them are like straight stud, stud. Like what I'm attracted to, or what I would like. None of them are like that. I feel like all of them are a little. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the only the only. And I'm not I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that for be free to be who you are, not judging at all. I'm just saying. Um yeah, I feel like none of them have like yeah, it's my you know, whatever. Yeah. But I feel like none of them have like that super, super masculine. What type like the of, butch vibe, the back in the day butch vibe with the Not even so much a butch, but like I don't know. It's just like none of them are giving 
stud. They give masculine, but I don't feel like none of them are giving stud. So then we got to, what's the definition then for stud? But um, I feel like the only reason why Stud King is trying to keep going at Moyo and keep trying to like, make herself look so big and bad and so macho is because like she said I'm the number one motherfucker in the house I'm I wanted to be known I wanted to be said and whatever what else she said something slick but I feel like she just trying to like because like I said she already has the most followers probably I feel like she came in the house with a chip on her shoulder like she just got this shit in the bag and like she just is the shit and she want everybody to know it and she don't care how you feel about it i feel like that's her thing that's her persona that's that's how she's coming off that's why she tried to come at that girl neck but when they got back to the house she made up with her as they was rolling a weed they went outside on the back porch they was rolling a weed security was there still (laughs) And she went out there and squashed the beef with her. Now, I will say that was big of her to do because, like, not a lot of, not a lot of times where you have a beef or that you see two studs just squash a beef like that. And it could have been for TV. It could have been because she still had to spend X amount of time in the house with this person. So, she probably just didn't want it to be awkward. Or she could have just been truly trying to be on her grown woman shit. But... Uh, she did go and squash the beef with her before they went out to the club and then they started getting dressed and she was showing she was in the mirror with her little titty tape and you know what I'm saying they went out and like I said they went to the to the club and uh, that guy got naked, but <laughs> rolling around on them people's floor. She Dyke did. Dyke got naked, man, and um, and fantasy got naked. Fantasy didn't. She didn't drop her drawers all the way. She didn't drop her drawers all the way. She didn't. Mm mm. She did not. I was paying attention. She did not. Well, I say this though. She she did like the same thing like the regular strippers do, where they pull it down, but they don't really take them all the way off. Okay. That's what she did. Stud King was out there, man. She opened up her jacket because she had no shirt on, and that titty tape was out there. Them titties was bouncing. I said, her little, her little muscles is uh, boom, going at it. She looked good though. I felt like everybody came out. They look good. Uh, my girl, uh, Maya B. That's her name, mm-hmm. right? She remind me of a young Jock. That's young Jock's little sister. She's just coming out. For real, is, is, is you young Jock's little sister? Because y'all look alike. You don't think she, they look alike? Mm-mm. For real? Mm-mm. It's just me? <laughs> Maybe I'll have to look at her again. But Man, I, I never mean, looked at her and thought young Jock. I young do. Jock. Every time I see her, I see I see young Jock. Like she getting ready to get the fuck up and say some funny shit. Like, man, I like to lick toes. Because, you know, that's Jock shit. He love feet. Funny as hell. Um, what else did I see that was on that episode that was funny as hell? In me, my opinion, I fuck with uh, Stud King. And I feel like it's all for the TV. I, I follow her now. And um, she said what she said. Like, hey, I, you know, I came out. I did my thing. I made my appearance. And I did what I wanted to do for TV. You know what I'm saying? To create her. To create her persona. Her her monster. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody, when they, when they do those type of shows, you always have that one person that's going to do their thing. 
Uh, but uh, she be she be killing it. Why well, I wonder why she didn't dance. I don't know. Maybe maybe she was like, y'all motherfuckers gotta pay me. Or maybe her cycle was on. Damn. She just didn't want to do it right then. Who knows? Right. But that's none of our business. That ain't none of our business. Our child. Mm. But um, other than that, they pretty much eat after the club, and they standing in the circle talking shit, and then the episode goes off. So that's pretty much it. And if you don't think that the show is great, your mama stink. <laughs> Those are the words of J. Cash. Hey, I love J. Cash. Yo. She's funny as hell. I'm about to be in her inbox. I'm about to slide through like a creep. Like, yo, what's up? We need you to come through on the podcast. So before we get out of here after this review of this episode, I gave y'all a full rundown, okay? Full rundown. But before we get out of here, um, if you are following Brown Liquor TikTok, which you should be, I'm asking a question to a member of the cast for each episode. So for this week's episode, my question is to Dyke God. Since you got your ass butt booty naked up up there on that stage, did anybody try you after they seen your little pussy? Oh, wow. Did, did anybody <laughs> in the house try you? Because a lot of people, like I said, none of them really... These are the questions that people want to know to ask. Listen, okay? I, and with, I give my disclaimer on the TikTok. I don't mean these questions with no disrespect. I'm right. not trying to be disrespectful at right. all. I'm being dead ass serious. Like... Like I said, to me, none of them are giving real stud to me on the show, even though they may be masculine presenting. I don't know how each one of y'all identify. That's y'all business. Okay, whatever to each his own. But after you got your ass up on that stage and showed your vagina to everybody, did anybody try to try, try to get some? That's what I want to know. Did anybody try to get some? Okay. Now, we'll be waiting on the answer because you already know I'm going to be the host of the Hoochie Daddy's reunion. It may not be (laughs) this season. It may be next season. It may be the season after that. I don't know. But either way, I'm preparing myself for the hard questions now. So, like I said on the first TikTok, I got to be willing to ask all the questions that people really want to know the answers to. So, that is the question that uh that everybody wants to know but may be scared to ask after you got your ass up on that stage and showed your pussy did anybody try you in that house okay all right we're gonna be waiting on the answer so make sure y'all tune back in next week for another episode of in the spotlight we're gonna be reviewing episode three so catch up with us make sure you watch the show so you know what's going on you can know what we're talking about and we'll be back next week. We getting ready to go on vacation and go out of town, child. I'm trying to pack. I got to go. We got to go. So we'll we out, y'all. We'll be back next week um, for another review of In the Spotlight. Peace. Oh, wait a minute though. We gotta we gotta leave it with uh, my girl Jay Cash. That shit was funny as hell. Once again, if you don't think. That the show is great, your mama stink. <laughs> yep, I'm talking about your mama. Lord Jesus. Anyways, don't come for me. Bye, y'all. We out.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you check back in with us every Saturday for new episodes. Follow us on all of our social media for updates and events. And make sure you rate and review this episode wherever you're listening. If you have an event coming up and you need hosts for your event, hit us up. We just might be open and available. Make sure you share this episode with anybody that can use the information and insight that we shared in this episode and stay tuned for more Brown Liquor Greatness.